Welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. I'm Jason Yabanowicz, and in this particular podcast, I want to address a common uh, roadblock, challenge, and struggle that a lot of trainers who work out of commercial gyms face. And, you know, when we talk about this concept of prospecting the gym floor, that's that's really the key issue that I want to I want to talk about today. Now, the, after twenty two years in the industry at the time of this podcast that I just I'm just doing now, you know, in the last ten years uh, running Create PT Wealth and educating trainers all around the country and all around the world in terms of you know how to make their business more successful, fill in the missing gaps of the knowledge education that can make a business a lot less stressful and be more successful, profitable, profitable, more profitable and, you know, just make it more streamlined. The, the, one of the major things that come up because such a big percentage of trainers work out of commercial gyms is there's this trap when they start up, they pay in, they, they've got to pay full rent, that they uh, then may struggle to get some clients. Uh, the leads dry up and that's a common thing we hear, like the gym promised me this and that. And then now that I'm not getting the same leads. Now, the, the, the problem with that is that, you know, if you're always relying on somebody else to feed you, then you're going you're gonna to go hungry pretty quickly as soon as that source gets taken away. And so what I want to talk about today is, is how can you really thrive in that environment, that commercial gym environment, and, and you know, give you some insights, some training, and uh, some really helpful uh, processes to make sure that, you are currently and consistently building what I call your database and your network. And so if we look at the word prospect and gym floor, I don't think any trainer really wants to prospect the gym floor. Just like a lot of people overweight don't really want to go to the gym or get a trainer, that's not what they're thinking. They're, they're, what they want is a solution to their unhappiness, their their lack of body comp- confidence, uh, the, 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 the way they look and feel. That's what they really want. And so like this in this scenario, it's, we've got to change the way we think about it. So it's not, I'd like you to think about it, not in the sense of I've got to go and prospect the gym floor, because that'll conjure up uh, probably an emotion that's not so pleasant and empowering for a lot of trainers. Now, you may listen to this and not have any problems at all with going and speaking to people on the gym floor. Uh, and maybe in that case, it's probably more learning some more strategies and techniques, how to do that effectively. However, for a lot of trainers, a large percentage, when they even hear the word prospect on the gym floor, it's going to bring up a feeling, of, oh, God, really? I've got to go and speak to somebody. And what the brain does at that point is, the brain really wants you to avoid doing anything that's unpleasant, that may be, you know, scary, or you know, in your, this is all in your mind and, and confronting, or there's a chance of rejection or w- whatever. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, <coughs> that's the first battle that most trainers are up against. Now, if you know the brain works, you also know that, you know, when you say to yourself, "I'm going to go across the gym floor," if you hesitate for even less than five seconds, you know, then there's no way you're going to do it. Your brain's going to distract you, going to, it's going to tell you to go do something else, check emails, write some programs, anything that's really counterproductive to growing a successful business. And so what I would encourage you to do first and foremost is go, well, let's not call it Prospect Gym Floor. Let's go out and talk about fulfilling your mission. Now, it's important to know what that actually is. So if you've started into a business and you're not really sure what you want to be known for, you know, uh, what problems you solve for people, how you can help, then all this stuff becomes a lot more challenging anyway. 
So you need to really be clear on who do I want to help, what problems do I solve, what solutions can I provide? And that, that would, that's, that's a sideline tip for today. That's something that I would really encourage you to think hard about. So, you know, is it mums have had babies who are struggling to get back into shape? Is it, you know, guys between 20 and 35 who want to put on, you know, five kilos of lean muscle while reducing body fat? You know, is it someone, um, you know, to be able to move pain-free so they can enjoy their lifestyle and training more? Who is it you're trying to actually help? Anyway, knowing that you've done that part, what, why it's important is you go, right, I, I need to go around and I, if I don't self-promote and let people know about what it is I do, how I can help them, then it's a little bit like just running the hope plan, hoping that people are going to come up to you and say, can you please help me? Now, that's not going to happen. It's going to be the very rare occasion that that takes place. And so for most of these people, they don't even know that that's an option. So... We need to be thinking about it as like, right, what is my mission? Who do I want to help? And the way that I'm going to do it in the gym environment is by going in, actually introducing myself to people and making it known. It's called self-promotion. And so the, the example that I give is that for every, every day, every hour that goes past where you're thinking about, oh, I really should prospect the floor, gym floor, and you don't, it's missed opportunities. So it's missed opportunities for your business to be more successful, uh, for it not to be so stressful, and for you to really fulfill your mission of helping people. Now, what happens when you know, you're in that situation is I hear all things like trainers saying to me, oh, that, you know, no one wants PT here at the gym. You know, oh, they just don't want to spend the money on it. Uh, I don't want to annoy the, the people. You know, they're not here to be bugged. You know, all this rubbish that, that, that plays out in the mind to justify the lack of action that gets taken. So the first thing first is we need to become a person who's biased to action and act immediately. And the next part is that the reality is that you're not prospering the gym floor. Once again, you're actually promoting yourself in terms of letting people know what you do. That's the, that's the goal. Now, a really good victory, I was speaking to one of our clients just the other week and we're talking about this and I said, what's your biggest frustration and challenge at the moment? What, what's holding you back? And he said, just, I'm not getting myself out there. I'm not prospering the gym floor. So common thing that I heard time and time again. I said, okay, so how long has that been going on for? And he said, look, it's, I've been meaning to do it for months and I just don't do it. And I said, what's the result of it? He goes, well, you know, it's business becoming a bit more stressful. And what I really liked about this guy was he was very honest. And the more honest you are with yourself and stop making excuses and blaming, pointing fingers, the, the, the better you are at then finding a solution for it. You're more open to it. When it's something else, is some, something outside of you's fault, then you're doing the blame game and there's very little little room for you to want to be open to solutions. So, And so I said to him, that was my next question, are you open to some some ways to providing a solution for this he said absolutely and i said well what if you don't he said well you know i'm just going to struggle through struggle by and i don't like that i don't like the fact that i'm just trying to struggle through and i'm just hoping that it all works out uh and he said i'd really rather take back the power and control and i said well firstly good man then let's let's get into that and so i said okay for the first two or three months uh you've you not spoken to one single person he goes no and i said so if in that same time, if we rewind the clock, if we got you to do one small activity that could help to build relationships in the gym, start to build um, some information about why people are in the gym, do you think that would make a difference? And he said, yeah, actually. And I said, if your first challenge is the fact that you are struggling just to walk two or three metres over to someone to introduce yourself, 
then that's the first hurdle to overcome and that's the first thing to to do in order to take yourself closer to getting a better result and so he goes yeah right i never thought about it like that and i said that unfortunately what happens is we put this immense pressure on ourselves that people go you got to pressure the prospect the gym floor you hear people saying a prospect the gym floor you hear gym managers say prospect the gym floor but that's not really that useful for someone who's very concerned scared or just confronted by it so i said if we were on the clock and you and, and your first action was to go pick a target that you feel is realistic for you that would be a good victory and i said what would that be and i and i said mate here's an example i said an example it could be right today i'm going to go and introduce myself to five people that's it that's my only objective is to go in uh speak to five people and i said the way you would do it quite simply is go up and say look hi my name's jason don't mean to i don't mean to take too much of your time what i'm doing is i'm just going around introducing myself to the members here because i've not really met many people and uh, I'd just love also to find out a little bit about the members we have here and what got, got them to join the gym. Uh, pretty simple, right? And that's it. <coughs> and so I said, if that was your first point of contact, the uh, conversation kicked off. They introduced uh, themselves to you. You've now made a new connection. Then your next question is, out of curiosity, what got you to join the gym? They told you that. Then you then... What you'll find is that while your intentions was just to introduce yourself to that person and ask them what got them to join the gym, you may find that at that point you're, you're starting to relax because you see it's not, it's not the end of the world. You're not going to die by going up and asking that person their name. Your heart may tell you something different. Your heart might be pounding on the way over, but you've got yourself to do it. And then the conversation could just organically start to develop. Now, if that didn't develop to the point where you were, they were starting to show some interest of booking in for a consult, uh, just to sit down with them. Who cares? The fact of the matter is if you rewind the clock three months ago, for three months not doing it, if we rewind the clock and started again at three months, a different strategy, and each day for five days of the week, you, you introduce yourself to five people you didn't know, that's 25 people for that week that you've made a contact with. Now, if that's all you did, and then the next week, you had that rapport now. They knew you weren't a stranger and you started talking and you had your next purpose for the next week about what it is you wanted to achieve in that area. And then the next week, you did the same thing. And by that time, you are asking them to you know, go, hey, look, I've, um, I met you a couple of weeks ago. From what I understood, you, 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 know, you joined the gym so you could lose up to 10 kilos. Uh, one of the things you said was your biggest challenge or frustration was you, you weren't really that sure if how you were training was the best possible way to do that. You weren't really sure about the best methods to eat to get that result. There was a few things that you told me that um, on reflection going away that uh, I actually specialize in and I, and I know I could get you a result in that area. And anyway, I'm not going to go into the big scripting right here now, but if I break character, then your main aim would be to go, look, I mean, the, the, the call to action would be, look, I'm, I currently specialise in helping people to, you know, to lose up to 10 to 15 kilos, uh, to become more body confident, to show them a, the, you know, the most fast and effective way to get those results from all my years of education and training. So it's a bit like uh, if you ask me to cut down a forest in six hours, I'm going to spend the first four hours sharpening the saw so then I can give you the best possible result the quickest amount of time. So, <coughs> And so if you have all the benefits of what you actually do, and this comes back to my first point of this podcast and saying you've got to be clear on what it is you actually help people with, what problems do you solve. 
because then you can actually position yourself as the expert and provide a solution. But you've done the you've done the groundwork first. You've built rapport. You found out their their motivation for joining the gym. You've also been identified some of their key frustrations, if any. And then on the next point of contact, you're you're providing a solution. And then if they're going, yeah, look, I I definitely would love love to find out more about that. And so the way I used to do it is go, uh, if there was a program, if there was a way that you could you know, lose the weight more efficiently, effectively, uh, make it uh, make it harder to put the weight back on, but easier to take the weight off because they've had the opposite, opposite experience, become more body confident and then maintain those results, you know, for, for, now for good rather than yo-yoing. Would that be something? Would you do it? Would you be open to doing a program that could cater for that? And, of course, because you've done the work and it's been crafted that way in a sense that you've done the, you know, rapport building, once again, you've found out their needs, wants, desires and their frustrations, then they can say, yeah, yeah, I would be open to that. You go, look, what I'm, what I'm currently looking for is a few more of my dream clients or ideal clients. So for the month of May, I'm looking at taking on about six more clients. But first thing first is that what I'd like to do is, if this sounds of interest to you, I need, I need to sit down with um, potential people who definitely want a solution to some of their challenges in this area, and then find out more about more about them in a you know more depth in depth um, discussion, and then I can start to talk about how I actually solve the problems for people in that area. So how I provide a solution, and then lastly, what what that would um, uh, cost in terms of time, energy, and investment. Now, if you are prepared to, if you would be prepared to invest, you know, time, energy, which you're already spending now, you're spending the time, and you come to the gym. Uh, probably not utilising as, as effectively as you could just for the lack of knowledge that we that we both agreed on uh, and how to do that. And then you are you you would be prepared to invest to get a solution for it. Then it would make sense for us to meet. Now again, is that something that you'd be open to? They go, yep. You go, perfect. Okay. Well, then at that point, we're booking in the appointment. Now, if I can summarise this and break it down, instead of spending three months avoiding an activity and putting it off. What we've done is, even if it was down to a four-week period, the first four weeks, and that was your structure ongoingly, you would have people coming into your funnel. You'd be booking people in regularly every month that you have an opportunity then to sell them in. And so that's the breaking point. And after I did that session with that particular client, the very that very afternoon he did it. The next day we checked in and he'd already had spoken to 10 people the next week had already booked in three people and so that's the power of that method it's also the power of having a mentor coach someone who'd been there before you so anybody who's new in business or been in business for a while and struggling hasn't had the knowledge education needs somebody to show them the way and so it was easy as, as that to like that that process come from my 22 years experience something that i had to learn the hard way myself to learn educate myself figure out find so i can lay that out not only for you on this podcast but to solve that issue for him now that's going to be a turning point because in three months struggling battling avoiding to now having a method that he feels comfortable about it's working well it's been effective and instead of like delaying it putting it off which eventually means that probably back to a job you know, because a couple of things, too much stress, too much pressure financially and mentally, emotionally, and then not doing what you love back in a job that you hate. Now, after hearing all of this, if you're someone who's not prepared to even do that part, you're better off going back in a job. And that's the reality. I talk to people, look, 
you got to be honest with yourself. If you're not prepared to do what it takes, give yourself that push. You have to learn the knowledge. You can't just go blind. You do have to get someone that can teach you, train you, learn it from somewhere, books, courses, a mentor, coach. That's parts happening too. If you're not prepared to do any of that, you're better off not agonizing with yourself, putting things off, go back get a job where for eight hours a day, you might not like the job, dislike it, but then when you go home, you can knock off. When you're not doing the stuff that you really need to do in your business, it's there 24-7, absolutely 24-7. <coughs> There's no hiding, no escaping. So look, I hope that method in itself, the way that I explain that, really makes sense. And I'm not, while we're talking about the gym floor, you can use that method, that process for any other area of your life that you're not taking some form of action with. And it's about changing the way you look at it, change the way you view it, instead of looking at the thing you don't want to do. Because the reality is if we only did the things that you know we're really comfortable with, we wouldn't really achieve anything great in our lives. We'd only do the stuff that was, comes easy to us. And you don't know or develop a really true, know your true full potential in that set of circumstances because you're not tested or stretched. And so... The next, that's the part to do it. And then start to really focus on if I do this, what's the end desire? What's my end goal? What's this going to bring me? And focus on that. And then just make sure you just get yourself into action. Take something, move. Because again, doing nothing is guaranteed to keep you exactly where you are now. Taking some for the smaller action, even though you don't get that absolute 100% result you may want in that spot, is moving you closer towards your end goal. I'm Jason Ibanez. Hope this has been a real good insight for you. Go and utilize it, pick up these tools, put them in place, and can't wait to do the next podcast real soon.